listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. It's March 14th, 2016. I'm Melissa Gray. In today's episode, we hear from Andreas Lawrence, the Strategic Alliance Officer for Geneva-based Terre des Hommes International Federation. It's an NGO that works to protect the human rights of children around the world. Two years ago, the group began a project called Children Win, which focuses on the communities affected by international sporting events like the FIFA World Cup and this summer's Olympic Games in Rio. Less than five months before the opening ceremony, Florence describes an urgent situation in Brazil where she says the massive construction and cleanup efforts ahead of the Olympics are harming children and families. She says police violence and forced evictions are threatening children's rights. Specifically, she talks about the Rio neighborhood of Villa Autodromo, which sits so close to the Olympic Park that parts of the neighborhood have been swallowed up by the construction. Here's more of my conversation with Andrea Florence of Terre des Hommes. What we have seen is that many disadvantaged communities in Brazil have been forcibly removed to clear space for large infrastructure projects connected to the Olympics. So in Rio alone, at least 4,120 families have already been evicted from their homes, and 2,486 are still threatened with forced removals um, to make way for projects directly or indirectly associated with the Olympic Games. So the majority of these evictions take place in areas where the real estate is very highly valued. And because of the evictions, many of children living in these areas have no access to water, no infrastructure, or are no longer available to go to school. So because of this, uh, a, a second impact could be that many of these children could become in the future victims of exploitation, of child labor, and sexual violence. Um, for instance, when I visited Villa Autodomo earlier this year, the municipal guards had just extended the fence from the Olympic Park around three of the homes, blocking their access to Villa Autodromo. And the houses I've seen over there, all the, the, the destruction caused by the police and, and the evictions are still there, the debris, and it's very dangerous for the kids running around in this area that looks more like a war zone than a neighborhood. Regarding police and army violence, already in October 2015, during the last review of Brazil at the UN Committee on the Rights of the Child, uh, it was reported that street clearances of street children ahead of the Olympics. Um, the committee highlighted specifically the misuse of measures for children in conflict with the law, particularly of children in street situation as part of street cleanups connected to the 2016 Olympic Games. This is exactly what we have seen already and warned the IOC about when we started the campaign last year. So in order to clean the streets and the the city for the tourists, uh, children and youth living in the streets were evicted and some disappeared without their peers knowing where they went or others were brought to educational units called the Gazi, uh, which were built for young offenders. And those who came back from these units reported violence and humiliation, according to the report by the Dundee University. Um, it's also important to note that not all children experience the same level of rights violations. 
poor black children are more at risk. And according to data from the Dial 100 hotline, those in the age of 8, 11 age groups, followed by 12 to 14 years old, are most frequently subject to violations. Are they evicting these people so that they can tear down the neighborhood to make room for Olympic venues? What is the reason they're evicting these people? This is a a debatable question. For instance, in Villa Autodromo, they have said already that it's not because of the Olympics. The Olympic Park is built. But the the local government uses this argument to, to evict people. So it is important that the IOC takes a position and says, well, this is not right, this is not connected, and it is not because of the Olympics that this is happening. But at the same time, one of their arguments is mainly that it's that it's not con- the IOC says also that it's not connected. But when I was there and I saw three houses inside of in the Olympic Park, it's hard to say that it's not connected when you have to show your ID and and a special card through the Olympic Park and the security of the Olympic Park to access your house and say that this is not connected. I read about those three families on your website. How did it come to be that the Olympic Park has been built up around their homes, that they're stuck there? Yeah, so when I was there, I arrived the day after. So the police, the municipal guard arrived at five in the morning with all their apparatus and built the the fence around these houses at five in the morning and the residents couldn't do anything to stop it. Um, it's just one of their main measures that they take in order to force people out of the community. So they built this around them. They then afterwards, in order to access their houses, they have to go by car 20 minutes to access the main gate of the Olympic Park. And when I was there, I couldn't get in to visit the house because I didn't have the accreditation of the Olympic Park. I couldn't access the house. So imagine that from one day to the other, your house, you can't receive visits anymore because they don't have a special ID or a certification by the mayor's office that you can go in. It's really crazy. So for you and your organization, what is that an example of? So for us, it's clearly the example that counters the IOC's main argument that it is not connected to the Olympics. For us, this is really showing how it is linked and there is something that needs to be done there, not only by the local governments or the IOC, it's everyone involved needs to do something about this. It's just astonishing that you have three houses inside of the Olympic Park and no statement by the IOC. Terre de Zome says the IOC needs to abide by its own values in the Olympic Charter, which calls for preserving human dignity and promoting a peaceful society. In Brazil, the group is urging the IOC to intervene and stop forced evictions and possible police violence connected to the Games and to put in place new policies for future Olympics. In order to ensure that human rights commitment and policies are implemented, we also ask sports governing bodies to include human rights as part of the decision for awarding the Games and include human rights obligations in the whole city contract, which would make these obligations binding between the parties to the contract. 
So we are asking the sports governing bodies, such as FIFA and the IOC, not only to conduct uh, monitoring of all stages of the game, which would ensure that this commitment and policy are implemented, but also to enable and support external independent monitoring. So this external view would be more objective and credible. And if such an independent observer is in place and reports human rights violations, it would also allow to put pressure on sponsors and because no sponsors wants to be associated with human rights violations. Um, just to complement our asks, another part is that sports governing bodies should ensure access to remedies, which would include receive and investigate complaints, as well as undertake human rights due diligence. This means that they would carry out human rights and anti-corruption impact assessments and integrate and act upon these findings, ensuring that they are included in public reports. Another point is that it's very important that sports governing bodies ensure a structured stakeholder engagement and involvement throughout this process so that the views of potentially vulnerable and directly impacted communities are also incorporated throughout the entire process. Terre des Hommes has produced a documentary called The Fighter, which tells the story of a 12-year-old girl who lives in Villa Autodromo and sees forced evictions and demolition firsthand. The documentary is being screened at film festivals and just won Best Feature Documentary at the Liverpool Liftoff Film Festival. Florence says the group has also started a Twitter campaign to urge Rio Mayor Eduardo Paez and IOC President Thomas Bach to stop human rights violations related to the Olympic Games. Be sure to check out Around the Rings online, on Facebook, Twitter, and on LinkedIn. I'm Melissa Gray. Thanks for listening. Music